This time on the Rule Right Radio podcast with New York Mike. One of my favorite movies, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, The Civil War. Was, was a big part of that movie. Well, what's the, what's the, the futility of war? Well, it was war amongst ourselves. Let's not go there. Let's not even, let's not even think about it, let alone talk about it. Let's, let's make sure that never again will we ever come close to getting into the futility of war. When you're attacked by another country, you better be ready. You better be, you better be on your game. I get it, but not from within. Let's make sure that people understand. We could disagree. We don't have to be disagreeable. We could disagree vehemently. We could pound our fists at the, on the tables because we disagree with policies. The border policy, what's causing inflation, the energy policies. Yes, we, we should disagree. We should stand up and fight for what we believe in. There is no reason to, to not believe in this country. Again, the vast, overwhelming majority of Americans love their country. trousers and motorcycle boots and a black leather jacket with his name on the back he does a patriotic podcast called roll right radio his name is new york mike and welcome to the show this is roll right radio on new york mike we're we're i want to say playing around we're not playing around but we are playing around with headsets and microphones and different things and i apologize i i I know that that the yesterday's podcast, it was just yesterday, was a, a, a low quality. I get it. Hopefully, it was a good podcast anyway. But I, I know the uh, at best, I, I, I'd say it was cloudy because that headset didn't work. But we didn't know. And I really thought because it was a really good headset with you know high ratings and all that. So we expected it would work. But it didn't. And then we checked it out. You look at the uh, the uh, the reviews, the Yelps, the this and that, and it all said it had a, a really good quality, but they were referring to the reception, how good you can hear, and it was really good. But it turned out, uh, I guess, a lot of people didn't try to record things on it, and the microphone just um, didn't have the same quality, unfortunately. But now I, I just did a test run with a different headset, and now I'm doing another headset. So. I, I thank you for bearing with us, especially you subscribers. And by the way, you can subscribe to Roll Right Radio by subscribing to Roll Right Radio. And, and, and I do appreciate everybody who does that. I, I wish I, I was more technically skilled, but I'm not. So, But I, I, I also wanted to add something to the podcast. You know, I did the podcast about how important July 4th is. What, a, what an, a, a, an amazing phenomenal important holiday it's the birth of a nation the birth of america and like i said yesterday in the podcast it's not just important to this country it's important to the whole world it's the first time in human history that a nation was born founded with the 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 underlying foundation being that we are endowed by our creator with our rights It says, yes, certain inalienable rights, such as life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness amongst those. But it's it's the idea that it's not a king or an emperor or a czar or some other fascist dictator human being that's in charge of us and giving us our rights. It's not a government. We have the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness amongst all these other rights that we have. 
given to us by our Creator. We are born with these rights. No human being and no bunch of them can get together and, and, and say, okay, you have the right to live and you don't. You have the right to happiness and you don't. Every one of us has the right to pursue the life that we want. And when you have a right, you have a responsibility. That's the way it is. It's up to you. It's up to me. It's up to us individually. But it's not up to a king or a governor or a mayor. They make laws. But those laws are supposed to be within the boundaries of the Constitution. So this country, this with, with so many people, you, you, I, I know I hear it all the time, this great experiment, this great human experiment called the United States of America is something to celebrate. And hearing the people, especially all these elite people, people that have it so well, they've made it so, they've made such a success of their lives in America, and yet, they, they are the loudest voices of discontent. Why? Oh, because this or that didn't go their way? Because they didn't get everything they want? Come on. None of us get everything we want, number one. Number two, we have a system that's worked for 246 years. Has it worked for everybody from the very beginning? Like I said yesterday, a country where all men are created equal. Yeah, but the black people in America when the country was founded, we're only three-fifths of a person. Well, we got rid of that. We fixed it. We got it better. And every day we fight to make this a more perfect union. And so we're getting better and better and better. So you don't, you don't just say, oh, this doesn't work because Roe v. Wade was overturned. I mean, okay. Like I said yesterday, again, 49 years of fighting, but not fighting by blowing things up and, and, and destroying things and calling it a horrible country. Listen, I, I think that, that abortion is a horrible thing. And most people will agree. It is certainly not a, a quote-unquote choice. That's too frivolous a term for it. By far, too frivolous a term. And, and abortion, when, in, in 73, when it was Roe v. Wade was the law of the land all of a sudden. Prior to that, I saw abortion. I live in New York. I saw abortions all the time. I knew, and some people went out of state. Some people flew to Mexico. And some people just went in the bathroom with a girlfriend in a hangar or something. And it was horrible. So it wasn't like, there, because there was a, a law, or there wasn't a law that allowed you to have abortion, that it was, it was, it was done anyway. So I said, seemed like it was okay, but it was abused. It was horribly, you know, abortion was promoted and, and, and got to call it choice. Like, listen, this is, you can just go, you go have it. You don't want to have that baby. It doesn't matter what the reason is. It's a, just don't have the baby, have an abortion, get it. It was, it was almost promoted and it's just wrong, wrong, wrong. And as a little time went on and we started seeing it, you know, we started fighting for something better. Par parental notification, parental permission, parental involvement. What's, all, what's wrong with all those things? You know, I, I mean, what's wrong with anything that makes that decision, not choice, that decision, something that's more acceptable? There's nothing wrong with that. And so when, when, when things went, didn't go the way that we thought it, it should, and I can't say I felt the way in 73, but certainly by the 80s, if not before then, 
I realized something's very wrong with this, and it's got to be fixed. And it turns out that when you, know, when, you, when you look a little deeper into the constitutionality of Roe v. Wade, you find out it's not, it, we're never supposed to, it's never supposed to work that way. And even Ruth Bader Ginsburg agreed with that. So, so overturning it, what, what they did was they, they accepted the Mississippi law, which was counter to Roe v. Wade, but I, I, I think it said abortion has to be during the first, I think it was 15 weeks. So and, and that's a reasonable thing. You can argue over and I get that. And some people will vigorously argue against things like that. And, and that's, that's, a, that's a discussion we all need to have. This is an important topic. This is about human life. So Katy Perry and, and I don't know who else, all these different names of all these different singers and movie stars and TV personalities. Deborah Messing is the latest one I heard. But all these other just everyday people, school teachers, people quitting their jobs, people just going bonkers over, over the fact that it's been overturned. It's a court. Do you, do you really think that nine judges, I don't care what their politics are, they're nine judges. They could decide the fate. Of, of, of everybody all the time, they, they, they review laws. And there is not as often wrong, but often they're wrong. I don't want to say they're wrong as often as they're right, but a court, it's a court. There's no perfection in that. Have you ever had a court rule against you when you knew you were right? It happens all the time. And if you're lucky enough, you know, to, to go back and fight it and be able to appeal it again. I, I, I mean, I, you know, if you haven't seen those kind of things and been a victim of it, you, you're very fortunate. But that's the way life is. And you could rail against it and you could vent and you could pound your fist on the wall. But don't break down the building. Don't burn it down. And don't, don't denigrate the country. I, I, I mean, I thought what Biden did, especially overseas, but any place... To talk about the Supreme Court in the terms he did was, you know, they used to say Trump is unpresidential. There's nothing more unpresidential than what Joe Biden did. And again, remember, you know, they're co-equal equal branches of the government. You got the, you know, the judicial, the, the executive, that's the president. And, and then you got Congress. And, and so they all have to respect each other and they don't. And they need to. But what do we do? So I, I, I wanted to add this, uh, my outrage at these people who are railing against America, the ones who leave, I, okay, hey, they're fine. I, I, I'm applauding right now. I'm clapping. Goodbye. <laughs> at, at least they put their money where their mouth is. They are voting with their feet. They want to leave America. Michael Moore, goodbye and good riddance. So uh, I, I, it, it's, it's important to understand that because these voices are loud, and they are, it doesn't mean that that's, that's how America feels. I don't want to do a poll. I, I, I want to tell you, the vast, huge, overwhelming majority of Americans understand this. Don't listen to the Michael Moores or the Deborah Messings or the Bette Midlers or any, they, they got big voices, they got you know, huge platforms. They're celebrities. They will. They have responsibilities. They have no understanding of none. They they shouldn't be railing against the country. They've got the luxury 
of being pretty well off, wealthy, and and they can insulate themselves from all kinds of things. The average person can't. Let's this country is about the average person. I started to say the average Joe. <laughs> Joe's getting a bad name out there. <laughs> but the, the the average person. That's America. That's you know. It's, America isn't this, what what percentage, a half of 1%? Uh, I don't know what percent, even if that's the amount of uh, filthy rich billionaires, you know, multi-millionaires, movie stars, and all these people. That are made. That's a, such a small percentage. And, and to think that these people are, can speak for the rest of us, I'm sorry. That's not their job. They should sing for their supper, act for their desserts. Play what they're you know supposed to play, but don't don't try to become a a, a, a serious person unless you want to study. I mean, what's it, Matthew McConaughey or something wants to run for governor? Well, Ronald Reagan did. He ran for governor and made it, and he ran for president. Did a pretty good job. Maybe McConaughey will too. But let's understand: it takes work, it takes learning and discipline, and 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 it, it's a, it's a whole different ballgame. And then, of course, it takes getting elected. It takes your peers, the people around you, the citizens that make up the city, the state, the nation that wants to say, yeah, I got confidence in that in that woman or that guy. Yeah, I'll elect him or her governor or whatever. Okay, then. And you got a job and a responsibility. And you're going to be judged on how you do it. I'm, I'm having second thoughts on that. After watching Newsom and Cuomo and Biden, I'm not sure we're really judging them. That's our job. As citizens, we should be able to do more. But of course, on the other hand, there are people. I mean, look, we had a recall against Newsom and he withstood it. So there are people that agree with these, but I, but I think they're incompetent and feckless, but think about some Republicans like that. It's not a political theme thing about Republican and Democrat. So it's, are, are, are the people elected, are they competent? Are they doing the job? And no matter who they got elected them or what party. So it's, it's our citizens and it's that average person that the guy that's working in a, in a warehouse, driving heavy equipment, working on a construction site, said that, that woman who's working in a medical lab, these average people, the average people that has a husband, a wife, and a couple of kids in a house and a mortgage to pay or some rent to pay. They're, they're, they're living average lives. They're working hard, you know, to pay the bill every month and, and to send their kids to school and get them a good education, to do all the things that they, you know, they, they want to do to get through life. Those are the people, the, the people that don't have the time to spend dwelling on these things. Like, I mean, I do. I've been involved. I've been involved in, in issues going back so long I can't even remember. Certainly told the story coming back from Vietnam, getting involved, getting involved in issues when I was in business. I've, I've been presidents of organizations. I've been the chairman of the board of things. I, I, I've certainly been to Washington enough for, I mean, since I've, I can remember in, in the 60s, coming back and going to D.C. and lobbying and working on veterans issues and business issues, biker issues. It's important to me. So I've always gotten involved. And there were people that do that. But at the same time, I was always working for a living, trying to feed my family, 
put one step in front of the other. When I was successful and, and, and I did pretty well, I had a little more time. And when I was not as successful and I already made a commitment, I, I had to spend that time. And sometimes I didn't have the time, but I, I made a commitment. And, and that's what I expect from all our elected officials. And I don't expect them to denigrate this country. And I think it's wrong when they do. And I don't care. But Deborah Messing thinks she's got Joe Biden elected so she can go to the White House and yell and scream. And I guess she can. But how responsible is that? Well, you know, what are we as citizens? What can we do? What should we do? And what can we do to make sure? Look, if, if you want to go build back better and you want to put this plan in place if you want to have abortions lobby for it work for it that's fine but don't denigrate the country don't don't call this country names don't say it's a racist country we've done bad things we we've we've had racist policies in this country we have absolutely and and that's not a good thing but we've gotten better and better and better and then you're going to rage about the, the killings in Buffalo and here and there. And what about the killings in Highland Park? That's a Jewish suburb of Chicago. Jew, huge Jewish population. So in Skogies, about 15 minutes north of that, is also very Jewish. And I remember when the, what was it, the Nazis marched through Skogie? Yeah, and, and, and it's you know terribly upsetting to the people living there who are a lot of Holocaust survivors and children of Holocaust survivors. But you know, it's America, and and they had the right to do it. They got the permits, they did what they did, and they marched through Skogie. But now in Highland Park, they're gonna go in and, 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 and shoot up, what, uh, 60 people in the hospital, seven dead? Is, is, was, that, was that aimed at Jews? Why? Because it was Highland Park? I really don't know. And, and because that one kid, maybe he went off and hated Jews. You know, I hear it all the time. Jews own this country. Jews own Hollywood. Jews own the banks. Jews own the department stores. Jews own, well, is there, is there something like resentment or hatred under that? I don't know. I haven't heard Sarah Silverman talk about that too much. So is, is there, was there a kid that went to Buffalo and shot up a bunch of black people because he... Hated black people? And clearly he did. But does that mean that all white people hate black people? Or all whatever this kid was hate Jews? I, I don't know. I just know it's a free country. I know that I can fight for anything I want in this country. And there's no guarantee I'm going to win. There's not even a guarantee I'm going to get the first base. There's not, there's, there is no guarantee of anything. Oh, I know. Yeah, every kid gets a trophy. That's not real life. That's going in the wrong direction. But understanding the importance of July 4th and, 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 and step up and stand up to the people who are going to put the country down. What's going to make this country great is when everybody in America, you know, 9-11. I remember leaving San Diego with Dave Finity. We took a truck through a couple of motorcycles in the back. On, on that Tuesday, 9-11, and we just drove right to New York. We went right across the country, right across the mountains on 70. And you know what we saw all the way across the country? American flags. Every place you went, American flags. Planted all along every freeway, every road. 
And you know, we just jumped in the truck. And so we get a couple of hundred miles down the road, we see all these American flags. We we wanted to get an American flag. We went in we went into his store. They were sold out. A couple of places sold out. Now we didn't stop. We just you know, we stopped for gas. When we got gas, we got coffee and the muffin and kept on going. We got to New York in just under two days. We left on Wednesday. We left on sorry, Tuesday, got there Thursday. Boom. We were there. And so but but the whole country was there. This whole country was united. We were together. We had a common enemy. There was there was a a radical Muslim attack on the United States of America, and this country was united. It was everything right. I remember they were going after some some Sikhs, you know, the the Indian Sikhs. That's a religion, and they wear a turban, and there were people that went after some because they oh they're Muslims. Then we they get okay. There's there there was you know all this overzealous kind of a, we're going we're gonna to get them and you know, nothing's perfect but the country was united I remember bringing Mike Warnock my buddy Mike Warnock Port Authority cop lost 37 brothers at the World Trade Center 900 cops in the Port Authority Police Department 37 killed I brought him I, I, Michelle Dell from Hogs and Heifers and me we brought Mike out to LA to the love ride and he got there and his what, how to be 20,000 cheering bikers and, and Oliver Shakur of Glendale Harley cut a check for 40 grand for the Port Authority um, Widows and Orphans Fund that Michelle started and, and we contributed to. We built up hundreds of thousands of dollars because it took years for the federal government to cover these families. And nobody's prepared to lose 37 offices in a, in a 900 person police department you talk about widows and orphans oh my god but when mike got there and saw this crowd he couldn't believe it he said I, I, he just thought it was new york he thought it was you know something long he didn't realize you go all the way across the country well he also i guess didn't realize he could have gone to kentucky or mississippi or ohio or any place else and we would have found the same thing the country was united there was american flags every place when George W. Bush grabbed that bullhorn and said, soon the world is going to hear us. They were hearing us, every single one of us. And there's always exceptions. They were dancing in Newark. Yeah, I know. But let's, let's not focus on that. July 4th is what we're talking about. The country coming together and celebrating liberty, celebrating this great country, celebrating freedom, celebrating a country that's formed on, on an idea all men are, men and women, are created equal and endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, and among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit. Go after it, man. Go get it. Go for it. Just, just, you've got the right to do that. That's a huge thing. And, uh, you know, I, I, I did a podcast and talked about my friend, the chief, yeah, Sonny Barga, passed away the other day, and it's kind of funny. I got some, uh, by the way, some great responses, and I do appreciate that. I, th I think I got more responses about that podcast than almost any other I've ever done. And then, you know, I got a couple of phone calls, and I've seen some friends in, in person, and uh, I appreciate that. And I, I also heard some little side remarks about Sonny and the Hell's Angels. <laughs> and, and so, 
I was talking to some friends today. And what are they talking about? Talking about the Godfather, talking about the Sopranos. And I said, you know, it's a weird, weird country we live in. These people celebrate the Godfather. The Godfather. It's like the, the, the Godfather, one, two, three. It's like a cult thing. And then you put that along with, along with the Sopranos. Look, look at how we romanticize criminals, gangsters. <laughs> it's, people know the names of not just the people who played the people, but what the, their gangster name and what they did. They could quote you from it. Okay, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying nothing. But <laughs> then, <laughs> Sonny Barger, the Hells Angels, by the way, like I said the other day, when I came back from Vietnam, there were very little of anybody standing up for me as a feather, and I just fought for this country. I watched my friends die for this country. Not only that, how about, how about think about when we send people to war, they're killing human beings for you, for this country. That's right. And, and I come back, me and all these other Vietnam vets that came back from trying to save these people in South Vietnam, and we are being trashed, trashed, except at least the Hells Angels stood up for us in a very bold way. And I have always appreciated that. Not only that, some of these, I'm a biker. And I, and I understand that, that camaraderie. Remember the bikers that came back from World War II. They wanted that, that excitement that was missing in their lives. That excitement, taking it to the edge. And the camaraderie, the brotherhood. And it was also... A, a patriotic thread that ran through all of them who only could ride an American motorcycle. Think about it. <laughs> and people are going to make, I just wanted to, I wanted to say something ever since, because I did it just a few days ago, and then the remarks came. Listen, 99% of them were positive, but there were also a, a couple of little comments. And hey, look, I, I get it, it's okay. But on one hand, don't romanticize the mafia <laughs> and then, you know, try to make a make a comment about the Hell's Angels. I mean, everybody's not good. I, I know banks and insurance companies that are, are bigger and bear the criminals with all their shirts and ties. Certainly, you know, certainly some of these White House, Merrill Lynch, or some of the, some of these others, the Bernie Madoffs of the world. Look, there's good and bad in everything, but celebrate America. Understand, wherever you go in this in this planet, wherever there's human beings, <laughs> there's there's going to be good and there's going to be bad. You know, there's going to be the Jesse James, and then there's the Wyatt Earps. <laughs> Not everything Wyatt Earp did was all good, but it it's it's there. America, one of my favorite movies anywhere. Clint Eastwood, the good, the bad. And the ugly. If you watch that movie and if you like that movie like I did, you understand there was a, a part of that movie that kind of like pulled out the, the Civil War was was a big part of that movie. Well what's the what's the with the futility of war? And yeah, you could say we ended slavery, so it, it, it was everything wasn't horrible, but it was war amongst ourselves let's not go there let's not even let's not even think about it let alone talk about it 
let's let's make sure that never again will we ever come close to getting into the futility of war. When you're attacked by another country, you better be ready. You better be you better be on your game. I get it, but not from within. Let's make sure that people understand. We could disagree. We don't have to be disagreeable. We could disagree vehemently. We could pound our fists at the, on the tables because we disagree with policies. The border policy, what's causing inflation, the energy policies. Yes, we, we should disagree. We should stand up and fight for what we believe in. But if we don't all believe in this country, then what's the sense of it? It makes no sense. And by the way, don't, I, I, I want to take back what I just said. There, there's, there is no reason to, to not believe in this country. Again, the vast, overwhelming majority of Americans love their country. You're going to hear about those people because we've got, we've got cable television. We got the media. They've got to sell whatever they're selling now. I guess they're not selling the newspapers much anymore. But this, yeah, the, the ratings, I mean, every one of these people, Fox News, our ratings were better than CNN's ratings. We had 3 billion people and they had 2 billion people. Oh, blah, blah. Yeah, they got to sell it, man, because that's how they get their advertising. So what are they going to do? They're going to highlight, oh, Michael Moore said he's going to Canada. He's going to renounce his citizen. And this one said that America doesn't have any rights because women don't have independence, whatever. I mean, they're going to quote those people, but quote the average, the average American going to, look what happened in Virginia when the people didn't like what the school board was doing, they stood up <laughs> and they elected a governor and a lieutenant governor and they, that's America. That's what we do in America. And by the way, when one group goes too far in one direction and the other group, it goes back the other way. That's America. And the average person that gets up in the morning and gets themselves ready, gets their kids ready for school, makes the lunch for the kids, and that's, that's America. Not having two and three cars in the garage and, and a, a Tesla in every driveway. No. That's, 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 not the, that's not the lives that most people in America live. <laughs> and we, 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 we live pretty good. We, we do. We live pretty good. And then we've just gone through this whole ridiculous government response to a pandemic that locked people down and closed down businesses and wouldn't let kids go to school. How ridiculous. Did we learn from that? I sure hope we did. Because there's going to be more of those kind of things. It's not an American thing. That was the Chinese virus as it happened. Now, <laughs> I remember the German measles. I remember you know, all these things. But for some reason, when it's Chinese, you can't say, yeah, you can it's the Chinese virus. So, but be prepared. There's going to be more stuff. Let, let's, if the government didn't learn their lesson from shutting everything down, make sure that if the government tries it again, we the people step up and stop them and remind them. And not just vote people out of office. Do what they did in Virginia. Even before they voted about it, they shouted them, shouted them down at the, at, the, at, the, at the school board meetings. Do it. Stand up. Everybody's talking about these corporations. Go to some of these corporations. All you need to do is buy one share of stock. The stockholders meeting. Get about 500 people 
go into the circles meeting, stand up, throw out the chairman of the board. You could do these things. This is America. We could do anything in this country, and we should. So I wanted to do this podcast because I, I think it's going to be <laughs> I think it's going to be a lot clearer. I wanted to reemphasize some of the things that I, I, I talked about because I, I honestly I, I think I think that the Fourth of July. You know I love Thanksgiving. I mean so many, everybody you know loves Christmas. I love Passover. I mean this this is great holidays all year round. But the Fourth of July. The birthday party of America, the founding, the celebration of the founding of this country, that declaration of independence. I mean, these are just great things that we, the Americans, this, this, you and me, we've inherited that. That's from the, the world, simply from the beginning of time, never had that. Kings and queens and emperors and whatever. Rulers. We don't have that. But if we sit back and let the people who get in charge, because it's a natural thing. Some people, I, I don't know, maybe maybe Biden got elected been there 47 years, 48 years, something crazy. After a while, it's all they know. It's all they do. They get really good at it. <laughs> now, I got to say something about term limits. You don't want it. Number one. It's a, it's a lazy out. We need to vote these people out. We need to get together as a people and, and, and do the thing. That's what should motivate us to be all, we all need to be activists in, in the life of America. That's what voting is, okay? Number two, you do not want a bureaucrat to run the country. So if, if there's, a, there's a bureaucrat, everybody's got a chief of staff and a, with this and that, these are people that have a job. And some of them, you know, they're good jobs, good paying jobs, and people are knowledgeable. But if the person in office <laughs> is going to be out after, what, three terms, two terms, four terms, whatever, that bureaucrat is really the one with the power. And you, that unelected bureaucrat, someone you don't know about, you don't get to ask for their tax returns, you don't get to question them, you don't get to see them have debates, you don't know anything about them. You don't want that person as a person who's lobbied for different things. I know what it's like to go up against the gatekeeper. <laughs> That's not easy to do. They are good at their jobs, but that doesn't mean that they represent the people. They don't. They, they, they're, not, they're not subject to get thrown out of office. They're, they're not limited. <laughs> so <laughs> think about it. <laughs> yeah. The greatest country in the world, America, July 4th. Hopefully by next July 4th, you'll hear less and less about the dissenters, the ones who are calling America names, telling them, well, we're racist. Oh, I don't have any rights in America. I'm like, You're crazy. You're nuts. Everybody has rights in America. You just got to fight for it. You got to claw your way back and forth and up and around. You got, but you can, you can. You can have a voice in America. You can stand up and say, wait a minute, I hate that. Is that a hate crime? No. It's, it's your First Amendment's right to free speech. Just don't yell fire when there is none. That's all. Hey, I'm New York Mike. This is Roll Right Radio. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there. Thanks for supporting Roll Right Radio. 
yeah, I just wanted to get a quick podcast. Hopefully, the quality is is better than yesterday's. I'm New York Mike Roll Right Radio, and I'm out. Thanks for listening to the Roll Right Radio podcast. Listen, follow, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.